Welcome to Lorica, the podcast of Father Patrick Cardine, pastor of St. Patrick's Orthodox Church in Bealton, Virginia. St. Patrick's is a parish in the Antiochian Orthodox Christian Archdiocese of North America, serving the Western Rite. Father Patrick is also the administrator of the Orthodox West. We are in the world, but not of the world. Our citizenship is from above. Our society, our rules, our culture, our loyalties lie with a kingdom that is presently invading this world, but not of this world. We go so far as to say that we have actually been reborn into another race, another humanity, a new humanity, a humanity that soars with the angels, tastes the bread of angels, drinks from that river that flows out from beneath the throne of God. Sometimes we forget this, often we forget this, find ourselves scratching around in the dirt with the fallen, with those who are still enslaved to our ancient foe. But that is not who we are, and it's not how we live. We are different now. We have different values, different morals, different beliefs, which dictate and control how we live. We have different goals, different hopes, different loves. We are now a part of a whole new and different ecosystem, a part of a city and a paradise which is coming down from above. As St. Paul says, our life, our new life, is hid with Christ and God. We follow Christ. We imitate Christ, pattern our life after him. Not in mimicry, though. We're not parroting. It is through the new birth that we've been truly joined to him, made one with him, and the Father, and the Spirit. We've been made partakers of the divine Godhead, of the divine nature. We are now sons of God. We are being Christified. We are being made according to the image of the new Adam, the divine human. So we say we imitate him. We're talking about becoming who we are, fulfilling our new selves in Christ. And it's possible, actually, to fail to do this. St. Paul warns us in our epistle. He says, be not again conformed to the world. It is possible to return to the old man in slavery, which, as St. Peter says in his laconic description, is like a dog returning to its vomit. And we don't want to do that, not just because it's gross, but because it leads to death and a lot of unhappiness. We want to live. All of us want to live. If you don't know what you want, I'll tell you. You want to live. And you want to live to the fullest. You want to press on to that high calling. And we'll never be content in this life if we're not doing that. Now, it's no news to any of us here that that's not easy. There's a lot of distractions, a lot of assaults. There's always somebody around every corner offering us Turkish delight to draw us off course. And so we are warned we must be alert, we must be vigilant, watchful, thoughtful, circumspect, prudent, brave, and courageous in order to fight the good fight of faith 
and to come out at the other end with the prize of the crown. Sometimes that sounds a little daunting to us, maybe even impossible. Sometimes we feel, I can't do it, I'm too weak, I'm too bad, I don't have the strength, I'm just going to give up. We need to remember something really important today. We need to remember that any kid could do it. Any kid could do it. In fact, only a kid can do it. And that's the whole point. We have to become like little children. It takes the faith of a child, the simplicity of a child, the trust of a child, the complete and utter dependence of a child. Jesus not only told us this in his teaching in very plain and direct terms. He said, you must become like a child to enter the kingdom of God. But he demonstrated it for us by becoming himself a little child. He showed us how to be human by being born of a virgin. Born in poverty, humility, obscurity, simplicity. How that he was completely dependent upon his, his mother for food, for protection, for nurture, for comfort. Do you not think she comforted him as every loving mother comforts their child when they scrape their knee? He scraped his knee. He cried. He was probably bullied a little bit. She comforted him, fed him, nurtured him. She and Joseph taught him things, took care of the little God baby. Then they took care of the little toddler God. Then they took care of the adolescent God. And they took care of the young man God. All the while, he subjected himself to them. While he was God of very God, the eternal and all-powerful one who created everything that is, while he was always the same and never changed, at the same time he grew. He grew in his little body. His little God body. He grew in his young mind. His mind and his soul grew and developed and formed and shaped. He grew in wisdom. He grew in understanding. And all the while he was obedient. He subjected himself to his mother and his father. We can call Joseph his father, by the way. St. Luke does it twice. We are 15 days now into the Christmas cycle of our liturgical year. The other cycle of the, of, the, of, the, of the year is the cycle of redemption, of death and resurrection, which begins on February 12th of this year with Septuagesima Tide. But now we are in the midst of the cycle of incarnation, the cycle of God coming in our flesh, manifesting himself to the world. It's the story of God as a baby. God is a child, God is a boy, God is a man. And today we have this really delightful story of God when he was a 12-year-old boy. Luke takes pains to weave together the grand paradox of all paradoxes, that paradox which is actually a, a scandal for human pride. It is foolishness to the world that the creator became part of the creation, that the infinite became finite, that the ancient of days and eternal monarch became a helpless baby. In our gospel story, his divinity and eternal sonship is revealed as he is in his father's house, doing his father's business, confounding the doctors of the law, and gently putting his mother and father in their place. 
<laughs> which he does. Precisely what he's doing. The little God boy puts them in their place. Let's not forget who this 12-year-old boy is. But how does the story end after he puts them in their place? Well, it ends by him going with them. He leaves his father's house. He goes out and down to the little town, the little obscure town. It really is obscure, even in the scriptures. It's extremely obscure. And he goes with them. And he subjects himself to them in obedience. And he grows and he matures and he develops in his humanity under their guidance, under their nurture and their protection, their rule, their oversight, their instruction. On Friday, I read to you this delightful epiphany sermon from St. Leo in which he said, Christ loves the childhood that he first took up in both soul and body. Christ loves childhood. The teacher of humility, the rule of innocence, the image of gentleness. Christ loves childhood, to which he directs the characters of older people, to which he brings back old age. Those whom he would raise up to an eternal kingdom, he disposes to follow his own example. We must become like Christ, and that means becoming little children in the kingdom. Humble, dependent, weak, simple, trusting, content, receptive, and obedient. Think about this. When Jesus was nine years old, he was happy to be nine. All of you kids out there, sometimes you might be anxious. I want to be ten. Or I'm 14. I want to be 18. When he was nine, he didn't want to be ten. He wanted to be nine. He was happy to be nine. He was a perfectly content and happy nine-year-old boy. You know, when he was helping Joseph repair the neighbor's table, he was happy to do it. He went and he got the wood. He sawed and he drove in the pegs. He did what his father told him. And he was happy to do it. He enjoyed it. He enjoyed it. He was content and he was happy. When he was out there mucking out the stall in the stable, he wasn't thinking, this is ridiculous. What am I doing out here shoveling manure? I am the son of God. I have come to destroy Satan and redeem mankind. Like, what is going on? No. He was perfectly content to shovel manure. He was happy to do it. He was happy to do it, and he was content to do it. You know, Moses, the meekest man on earth, made two really big mistakes, both at the beginning and at the end, because he didn't understand this like Christ did. The first one, after he was trying to fulfill his you know, grand mission in life that had been bestowed upon him. He killed somebody and had to flee into the desert for 40 years. And then at the end of his life, he got mad and struck Christ with a stick. And he didn't get to go into the promised land for that one. Christ shows us even in his childhood how to be content, how to rest in God, how to be happy. We are not to think more highly of ourselves than we ought. 
St. Paul tells us in our epistle this morning. We are, he says, to fulfill our reasonable service. Like Christ, like children, we are to be happy and content and live out the life that God has given each one of us to live according to the measure of faith and grace he has appointed to each one of us individually. Oh, I've got a lot to say about this, but I've gone on almost too long. I have a lot to say about this because I've heard the Lord say a lot to me about this. <laughs> a lot. I, I I've routinely get too big for my britches. I am way too opinionated and think way too highly of myself. And that's why I can say to you today, stop getting so big for your britches. Stop being so opinionated, for God's sake. Stop holding your opinions so you do not know as much as you think you know. You really don't. And stop taking yourself so seriously. Just chill out and do what you're told. Stop talking. That's what he says to me, okay? You understand. <laughs> the only reason I have any confidence or authority to say that to you is because I live that every day. I'm speaking out of my own experience, not talking down to you. Christ said we must become children if we are to enter the kingdom. And he showed us how to do it. He showed us how to do it by becoming a child for us. Christ is born. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. You have been listening to Father Patrick Cardine, pastor of St. Patrick's Orthodox Church in Bealton, Virginia. This has been a production of the Orthodox West.